So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet-Middleton. And today I'm very pleased to let you know that I have brought back the most incredible woman for you guys (laughs) to meet with again, a dear friend of mine and a master astrologer of 40 years, the incredible Rania James. Welcome back to the Dharma Life podcast. Thank you so much, Aloise. It's absolutely a pleasure to speak with you again. And I feel really honored to be able to share more insights with your wonderful, wonderful audience. Well, we need you at this time, Rania. <laughs> I think I think I said last time when you came on, you know, not only have you been a massive gift in my life, always keeping me on this highest evolutionary timeline, but I know that you've got so much that can serve the, co- serve the collective at the moment. And of course, these are wild times on the planet. Yep, it's tough going unprecedented and tough and uncertain and wow so much trust and faith in oneself and in life and in humanity is required right now oh absolutely and of course you know we've got four planets in retrograde at the moment a fifth one happening in the middle of august and i just knew that people needed your insights because you know this retrograde period is actually there's huge amounts of gifts in it if we understand it absolutely So could you give a kind of overview of what's happening out there at the moment for our listeners? Yes, yes, with great pleasure. Understanding that these broad principles given today, because how this plays out in each person's life is going to be determined on where these planetary retrogrades are falling on their personal astrological blueprint and what of their natal positions are being transited, are being affected by that. Some people go through and it's just a general thing and others have major crises coming up, major turning points. Actually, I think pretty much everyone right now is in a major shift. There's no one can escape this now. So because of what's going on, it's now, this is the first time in my lifetime that it's been more and more global consciousness involved to humanity's collective conscious as opposed to unconscious. Things are becoming more and more conscious coming to light. And we're kind of all being initiated en masse, you know, as a collective into God knows what. But the point is we're on that journey together now. And the retrograde periods, which happen every year, I mean, 80%, we're always at least having one planet in retrograde at any one time. It's very rare. But not four or five. This is well, not- the summer period historically tends to be a period where things go retrograde. Let me explain a bit yes, what retrogrades are. We are looking at and, and clocking and charting positions zodiacally of these planets, observing from NASA, observing with telescopes based on uh, viewed from Earth. So sometimes, because of the relative speeds of the orbits, they sometimes the planets appear to be going backwards we we pass them or because they're very far out you understand the orbs as the further you get from the sun it's a much wider orbit and it takes each planet the further out it is longer to make a one revolution around the sun but not to get into the technicalities of why it looks like it's going backwards it's an illusion but based on the hermetic principle of as above so below Mm. as within so without Mm there is some type of synchronicity at the very least, I don't want to call it causal 
that gets into a lot of sticky, sticky matter there, but at least synchronistic or mirror kind of image going on. And the whole purpose of, you know, between what the celestial positions are and what are going on in people's lives individually, and I have to add nationally, collectively. I mean, there are birth charts for nations, for countries, you know, so it becomes much more complex. And this situation we're in right now is even more, it's the most complicated and multi-layered, multi-dimensional situation I think we've ever had to face as a collective. And we're facing it more and more consciously together as we go forward. So it's huge what's happening and unprecedented. So in that kind of environment, these planets are still being felt by individual sovereign beings with individual Mm. people. So the whole discussion we wanna have today is how can people use the principles involved in each of these retrogrades briefly to really deepen their process and take a hold of what's happening to them rather than feeling panicked and at at the effect of what's happening. Yeah, well, forewarned is forearmed in a way, isn't it? And I think if we understand how we can utilize what is happening right now for the greater good externally, but also internally, then it can have a really positive impact, which is what we want for people. Yes, and it's been more poignant right now, more niggly, because the world has effectively stopped as of March, February, April, you know, March last year, last year yeah. we stopped the global train and it's been going on and on and on. We're over a year now. And so these retrogrades, which happen making people feel that everything is virtually stopped. It's this big cosmic pause. The pause button has been hit. And we all feel, and it's much deeper than a Mercury retrograde. Everybody knows about the Mercury retrograde. Yes. At least we know about that. Mercury goes retrograde three or four times a year. This year it's going, it's only three retrograde periods this year. The fourth one is in January next year. So we all know about it. It's relatively short. It's about a three week period. There's a two week approach, a two week integration afterwards. But don't sign things. Yeah, yeah. Technology. You know, you, know, you know, things are slowing down with communications. You know, your laptop needs servicing. Uh, you'll show up at the wrong restaurant. Uh, <laughs> you know, things like that happening. Well, when we had restaurants. But uh, the point here is outer planets, the heavier, the, the, the bigger planets further out, they are much more, particularly Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. And I'm not talking about Chiron today, but Uranus, Neptune, Pluto are are really governing the wider collective evolution. And so they're even more important to understand right now in light of what's in the context of what's happening globally on the planet right now. So normally things tend to slow down and in the normal course of life, the way it used to be, we deepen. This is why people take their summer holidays. Because everything, the whole pace of life seems to pause or slow down or it's even, the same as Christmas, isn't it? There is this sort of slowing down that happens where yes, you don't yeah, want to do anything. Yeah, well, well, that's because some planets are still retrograde. But my experience leaving Venus, Mars and Mercury, the quicker removal planets out of this discussion for the moment, because they move to many aspects. We really want to understand what these planets are doing right now, because yeah. we're more aware than ever, because there's no distractions. We are captive audiences right now of some type of cosmic process, some type of universal and hopefully benevolent evolutionary process that is guiding us, that is leading us nobody knows where at the moment, you see. So, uh, so many questions, this whole COVID thing, this whole lockdown thing, this whole, the turmoil that's happening. I want to explain, the particularly put people's hearts to rest about this 
upheaval around this issue of sovereignty. And I mentioned the three periods of the Saturn Uranus Square in our December 21st podcast. But I will do that again today to really say we're just come out at the end of June, the second of the third squares of Uranus and Saturn. And there, one of them is going retrograde in the second one. It is Saturn was direct, Uranus is retrograde in the June one. Sorry, it was Saturn retrograde. And that's really people dealing with the changes that have been happening collectively and globally. How does that affect my security, my money, my business? What can I do? And my personal freedom, because Uranus is about freedom. And so when you have all of these inhibitions and, you know, restrictions, Mm -hmm. which, which is the Saturn energy, but Saturn is really dominant during the second period and in the third period, which normally indicates when everything's going to be resolved and move forward again for all of us as a whole, Uranus is going to be going forward. And from my understanding, basically- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Saturn retrograde, Uranus is retrograde, Saturn direct. That's when the personal, the third period, which is going to be December 16th to January 1st, that's when everything gets resolved and people integrate the changes because- the Uranus part of this square doesn't really start moving forward till Uranus turns direct. It will be in retrograde at the time of the third Saturn square in December. And it's really when it turns direct on the 18th of January next year that things move forward. And that's the way, the, the way I understood it is that, and the, correct me, obviously, if I'm wrong, but I kind of got the gist that basically all these planets, four of them, then five of them are retrograde over the summer period. So we're going to really slow down. We're going to really not really feel like doing very much but then in October is when things will start to move forward again so I suppose for our audience how can they utilize this summer period to really make sure they deepen their process all right okay because we really I we don't have time to get into as much detail as I had expected (laughs) I think I'll just want to focus really on Saturn Uranus Neptune and Pluto because that's the big one sure All right. And given the Saturn Uranus square, there were three squares. This is this challenge to sovereignty. And I said at our podcast in December, this is like a birth process for a sovereign humanity. So we're being birthed into. We are being birthed. These are labor pains of a new humanity and a new society on the verge of being born. And it looks like it should be coming together between December and January, that is the turning right, point, all right? But it, depending on where these positions are in the individual lives, I'm going to give you the three periods again. February 6th to March 2nd was period one. Both planets were direct at that point. And that's really the collapse, the really feeling that things, the old structures are collapsing. We don't know what we're putting in their place yet. Everything's in upheaval. That was the beginning of the sovereign, the birth of the sovereignty energy. And of course, severe lockdowns and restrictions that people haven't really started to rebel against yet. Oh, it's going to get worse, is it? Well, well, because that You've got to push against, it's the growth pain, the labor pain. You have to have, wake people up. That's right. Well said. All right. So (laughs) the second period we're coming out of now, 
June 1st to June 26th, which is the most intense one where people started being, well, what's happening? Why is it not changing? Why do they keep going back on that? And they say, we're going to have freedom. And then they change their minds. And there's been certain lots of May, June, even from March onward, there've been, wow. you know, been extended demonstra- and extended. Demonst- demonstrations going on in different countries. There was recently one in Cuba, believe it or mm. not. All right. So we're dealing with what process of waking up. What is the point of this? Taking the helm of your life and being in command, being sovereign of your own body, your own thoughts, your own choices, your own process, and, you know, standing up and getting the vote cosmically. And we've been all of us in varying degrees of enmeshment into a structure that was really obscuring or blocking our sovereignty. And I don't think people, people really have been relatively complacent and haven't seen the level of corruption. Well, we've been asleep. We've been asleep and a lot has been withheld from us. Yeah, of course. And it's only now that our freedoms are being taken away that people are really starting to see what's been going on behind the scenes. They're being challenged. Yes. Because it's that challenging that wakes people up and says, no, I draw the line here. Yes. All right. So is your prediction then, because obviously we're both in England, we're both in Britain, and they've just said that they're going to take the masks away on the 19th of July. Let's um, see. Well, I was going to say, looking at the planets then, on the grapevine, I keep hearing we're going back into lockdown on, in September. All right. This is not even relevant, because what I'm trying to say to people is that with your understanding of how to use these energies, you can minimize the, the impact on you. Ah, okay. So what, okay. Humanity is in labor right now to birth a new civilization. Labor takes as long as it takes till the baby's born. We have a third period to go through and it's normally in transits of Saturn. It's the Saturn either makes is a month or so with something. And then there's a little lead in or tie off, you know, aftermath, or it takes nine months, nine, 10 months, sometimes depending on the speed of Saturn that year. So, what I'm saying is my experience of Saturn transit in individual people's lives, it's normally the third passage. Also, this is true about the retrograde outer planets in practice in people's lives, that it's the third. And we're it's in the it, second. It's after the retrograde. We're still right. integrating because this is what people need to understand. Mm. Mercury, when it goes direct again, takes almost two weeks. It's, it's retrograde for three weeks, but there's a lead in. There's a preparation time two weeks before the retrograde when things start slowing down. And there's a, what they call a shadow period where you have to wait till Mercury comes back to the position it was in when it went backwards. That's the integration of all the lessons learned and all the changes made during the retrograde period. Mm-hmm. So if you will, a retrograde Mercury really asks three, seven weeks, not three, if you add the whole picture. So if you can imagine that the outer planets, the further away they get from the sun and the bigger the orbit, they also have a shadow integration period. So even though the planet goes direct, like Uranus goes direct on the, it goes retrograde on the 19th of August at 14 degrees of Taurus. It goes direct on the 18th of January or thereabouts at 10 Taurus because it's been going backwards. But it's going to take it until the first week of May next year to come back to 14 degrees. So truly, things really start going forward between January and May. The period that we're in then, we're in the second cycle and the period that we're in is learning all the lessons. Yes, that's right. And 
there was a deepening because what happens with each of the retrograde planets, and they all have a unique function, a, u- a unique energy, a unique action or impact in people's lives. And depending on the placements of houses, depending on which planets and houses have been involved in the transit, those are the areas of a person's life, finances, uh, romance, relationship, marriage, health, self-development that are being affected by that particular retrograde. So to kind of summarize for our listeners, am I correct in saying that we're being asked to get our house in order in whatever, it could be different things for different people's charts, depending on where obviously the planets are retrograde, but effectively we're cleaning up. The retrograde period, particularly this summer, the best way to use it in the face of what looks like diminishing control over our lives is to take control over our inner lives. Love it. Because what a retrograde implies symbolically is a going inward to clean up any unfinished business, unresolved issues. They bring up unresolved or unfinished or things that are dysfunctional and not working fully. So yes, broadly speaking, get your house in order. That is brilliant advice. So I just want to reiterate that for people listening. What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) But that is a gem. So it's all like, I I can totally see what you're saying as well, because we are, we're not sure what's going on out here. It's changing like the wind. We don't really forget that because it will only get you distracted. You need to go in and clean your house. Yes, worse than that, it will disempower us. Absolutely, because you get to attach the outcome and then you want this to happen. And well, it and also happen. then they change things. So you see, the first place a person can take their sovereignty back is internally. Yes. Wow. That well, is the goosebumps. Wake- that is the wake up. And if you take a look at what stopped, the train stopped, the, you know, stop the world, I want to get off. That happened last March for everyone, yes. whether we wanted it to or not. We all thought things were going to be going to be done by now and things are going to be back to normal. I think now we're going to understand it's never going back to the way it was, truly, because Mm -hmm. we're on the verge of an incredible grand future as a planet and as a humanity. I totally believe that. Mm. So when we're in breakdown, it's breakdown before breakthrough. And sometimes it takes a breakdown to have a breakthrough. Mm. All right. So just to finish up the Saturn Uranus Mm. one before we get to Neptune and Pluto in the time that we have left, Saturn went retrograde on the 20 on the 23rd of May and it goes direct on the 11th of October. So we will notice some difference then around that date and time. The whole issue of Saturn and Uranus are the structures of security and freedom. These are two opposite principles. Security is Saturn. Freedom is Uranus. And we all have been experiencing major challenges to the way we prioritize and configure our life and our priorities. So there's like, if you're going to take a building and and refit it, you know, take an old building and we do it up and modernize it, certain walls have to come down. We have an extension over here, get an architect and start building an extension or whatever you need. We're all have in in process of, of deconstruction and reconstruction. Yes. And that is going on individually, in families it's going on, nationally and internationally, globally. Yes. All right, the deconstruction, reconstruction. 
So what's what's happening here, but what it is broadly, it's a challenge to individual identity so that we go beyond the old roles, we go beyond. So many things have come to an end without our understanding that that's what was going to be happening. And we now are in the process, many of us of having to reinvent ourselves and realizing that the old ways that we were stuck in aren't really working anymore. Mm. Yeah, and I think the mindset that we have to have as a, as a collective, you know, I don't think it'll be long before you need a, a negative test to go into a restaurant or a shop. We have to look at that as a chance to evolve. Like you were saying, you just don't want to get distracted by everything out there. And yeah, but I don't, to... I don't agree with you, I have to say. I feel we are still in the backward period. We're still being challenged from outside until Uranus goes retrograde on the 19th of August. Our personal sovereignty, our personal identity, our safety, our security is all being challenged right now. But that is instigated to get us to wake up and claim our sovereignty. How can we have the birth of something if we don't realize what's at stake and stand up and be counted? We are all going through the birth process right now. Mm. Of that's, new- what, that's what I was saying. It's part of our evolutionary process. Yes, but part of our future is not having to be carded every time we come out of our building. Oh, no, and I totally agree. But what I'm saying is there will be beings that choose to be in that that world or there'll be beings that choose to not be in that world. Yes, but the whole purpose of this discussion today, hopefully, is to give people some individuals some insight as to how they can harness tap into and utilize the the energies of the retrograde planets during the summer and through the autumn months. They're going to be going a few forward in in succession. Saturn goes forward on the 11th of, of October and the integration of that energy of everything we've come to know about who we are and how we want to go forward, all the structures in our life, give yourself till mid January to have accomplished that. So this is an ongoing process till mid-January of us yes, reinventing but, ourselves. Yes, but after as Saturn goes direct on the 11th of October, things that have been stuck in the person's outer life are going to start to move forward visibly. Okay. In other okay. words, you don't, we don't have to, it's just that it's going to take time for the machine to start up again. Right. So basically during this period right now, we're supposed to be looking at what's working and what isn't working in our practical lives. Do we need to deconstruct, get rid of clutter, revise our idea of who we are and what our longer term plans are once all of this starts moving again? Okay. This is a time of tearing down what isn't working and revising our strategies for when things move forward. It's going back to the drawing board and a challenge to things that we've taken for granted about ourselves, about other people, about our families, our communities. All of this is being challenged not to be taken. We need to be present and accounted for because the, the way to integrate the Saturn Uranus square internally is to understand your uniqueness as a being and how can you embrace and help to nurture and prepare for the sharing more and more of that which makes you unique. Not different, not better, not special, but unique. So, okay, so, so let's summarize this, please, so it's really clear for people. Yeah. So this period now that we are in is basically all about going within, looking at what's working, what's not working. But it also has to do with one's identity. Okay. See, this is something that's very hard to give words to. 
mm-hmm. because we don't know yet who we are going to be on the other side of this transformation. Who knows what a caterpillar is thinking while it's going through all those complex chemical processes to become a butterfly. Does it know it's dying to the butterfly and that it's moving in? No, once it makes that choice unconsciously or whatever, to find some tree to tack itself on and put that cocoon around, it submits to the process. It surrenders to the process. We're trying to do here today, and I hope I'm not confusing anyone, is to have people understand what issues in their life are being challenged or transformed and how to use each of the planetary retrogrades, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, to put themselves in really good shape for when things go forward again. And they will start going forward for everyone as a collective, beginning in the middle of certainly the first turning direct is Saturn at 11 October. Then Neptune follows on the 1st of December. Pluto goes direct. I'm sorry, we have Saturn and Pluto going direct. Pluto goes direct the 6th of October. So between the 10th, the 6th and the 11th of October, already there's a big spurt. And then lastly, Uranus on the 18th of January next year. January is going to be huge planetary wide. So we're now coming through the birth canal. We don't see the baby yet. Sure. All right. So you need to understand that probably until pretty much those who are trying to suppress, they're going to be pushing to the last minute. And I would think that in October, things start really showing up what's really going on, because we're also looking at the collapse of governmental structures and the birth of a new constituency and possibly new governmental forms. I mean, everything is being challenged. All the things that we relied on for our identity and our structure from God knows how many years are being challenged, you know, really severely remodeled or discarded. And that's normally Pluto's action, which is in the last degrees of Capricorn, in the last 10 degrees, that started February 2018, and it's not going to be substantially done until November 2024. That's the end of the whole Pluto-Capricorn era. It's going in and out of Aquarius a few times up until then. But this is the collapse of old economic and government structures. And we're needing to, all of us, move into our powers, all about where are you empowered and don't give your energy to what disempowers you. So to some degree, this Saturn Uranus is asking us to detach, detach, take your power back, your sovereignty, your identity back, go inward and find who you are there rather than invested in all these external things that are shifting. You know, it's like a floating crap game. It's one thing, one minute, one thing, the next. We're really being looking for our security as well as our identity, our true identity inside. So, so it's disconnecting so, us from many of the old automatic. So focus on taking your power back internally, but also yes. in your own environment. Yes. The Neptune retrograde, which was June 25 this year, it goes to December 1st. Those are in 23 degrees to 20 degrees of Pisces. This is all about an inner spiritual journey. Again, that augments that need to go inward. And it's questioning, you know, I just thought this was true, but it's not true. I thought it was true. Wait till they find out some of the revelations of who's been doing what to whom and why, and for how long, there's going to be a lot of surprise disillusionment coming because Neptune is an energy of dissolving obsolete structures. So Uranus breaks down Saturnian structures Neptune dissolves the structures more 
how can I say, more surreptitiously. It's more of a indirect, like a water erosion. And, but things that are solid will remain. And Pluto transforms them. That is the butterfly to the caterpillar. So Pluto sounds like it's quite a uh, transformational planet. Totally. And so wherever these planets are in a person's individual life, chart it's going to show up in those areas of their lives so that could be something that our guys listening could potentially look for then where pluto is in their chart will be showing yeah them yeah, yeah, yeah because whatever whatever this transit is is covering or impacting in an individual's chart those are the areas or the issues that are going to be coming up for dealing with because retrograde planets bring up unresolved issues pluto need class, transforming that needs healing changing, restructuring, transformation. It's more intense this summer, which is why I called it retrograde summer 2021. We have retrogrades every summer, but there's so much going on outside still. People don't notice it. They go on holidays. What happens when you can't go on holiday or you have to give up certain parts of your own sovereignty in order to be allowed to go on holiday? Mm. You have to look, don't you, internally? So even though retrogrades have been going on forever, it's never been so intense as it is now. And for all intents and purposes, it feels to people like everything has stopped, nothing is happening, nothing is going forward. And that's because we're supposed to be going inward. But this is the first time that we are supposed to be doing our own individual journeys. There's no way to avoid your spirituality during this transit because the physical or external props and security blankets and modus operandi mm-hmm. have, are being one by one removed. Their reliability is being removed. Well, that's so true. Temporarily, because I do believe they're going to come back in a new form. But it's, it's, it's true because people can't distract themselves with what they would normally distract themselves with. Right. So there. basically, this is how to use the energy, generally speaking, because it's going to be different for each person. The Saturn and Uranus square, those three periods are all about discarding old habits, old roles, old attachments, and getting ready and claiming, deciding what's really valuable to you about you. Where is your uniqueness? What do you want to bring to the new humanity going forward? What gifts do you need to stop ignoring, putting on the back burner? Where is your authenticity? It's all about that inward journey to really come clear about how much of the past do you want to bring forward and how much do you need to let go of and be open to something new, even if you don't know what it is yet. Sometimes you have to empty the clothes out of your closet that you know you're never going to wear again just to create space for something new to come in. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't create that space, that vacuum, you won't go out and buy new clothes. Well, some people do, but the point is Mm. that nature does abhor that vacuum. And this is all about emptying the cup to be filled again. So you're really looking at what or who, what relationships, what patterns, what eating habits, what What areas of your life don't really support you anymore. Mm. And being really honest about it and being willing to make sometimes major changes in order to restructure your life so that it can work better and you feel more authentically connected and aligned with your true self so a great question for our listeners is what areas of our life what areas of my life do not support me anymore that need to be and what yeah. beliefs that i've had that have been handed down to me from parents and ah, on society yeah. from my educators don't support me anymore this is rebellion this isn't going inward replies being willing to challenge your own 
assumed beliefs that have, you know, it's been the central part of your Well, they've also been that source of security. I know who I am. This is who I am. This is what I believe. All of that's being challenged now. And you're going to have to take a look. Do I really believe that anymore? Mm. Do I really want to have those that three glasses of wine every night? Do I really want to continue with narcissist relationships with dysfunctional situations? Do I want to stop the patterns of repeating my my parental, my wounds, and all of my partners and my choices of friends, etc. It's really a waking up until you think you're secure, but that means better the devil you know than the angel you don't know. We've mm-hmm. been holding on to things and patterns, situations, identities that no longer serve us. Mm-hmm. That's Powerful. what's been Powerful period then. Yes, it is. And I want to say as a caveat, don't be afraid of, I have to get it all done before January 1st, otherwise I've missed the boat. No, but this is the period of very big reconstruction after which we're still going to have time to implement changes. All right. The Neptune energy, this is very broad. It goes retrograde on the 25th of June. It went retrograde. It goes direct on the 1st of December. And it's the last half of March that it actually integrates. And this is the waking up of a desire to have a spiritual. Maybe somebody starts meditating during that period or wants to take more walks in nature, or there's an opening up of telepathic or psychic ability or artistic flowering. There's the call inward. Is there some ideal expression of yours, something dear to your heart that you denied yourself, that you sacrificed Mm -hmm. because you thought it wasn't practical or you couldn't do it? Is there a hobby that you'd really like to move up from hobby status to this is what I want to do in life for my living? This is what I want to contribute to humanity. So these inner questions about what are you ready to peacefully let pass away? It's not a challenge like you're in a Saturday. It's just what can I let go of graciously, gracefully? Yeah, what doesn't serve me that I need to let go of? Yeah, and there may be some processing there, some grieving, some crying, some releasing pent-up tears or emotions that have not been processed. That's a very private for each person. But some area that was very secure in your life will be dissolving. And it's not a matter of being trying to clutch it and keep it. It is meant to dissolve because it no longer serves you. Something better is coming. Mm. All right. Something better um, is coming. I think that we should just kind of really. Yeah, because I have to say outside of Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, these are energies that are not subject to ego control. Something better is coming. <laughs> well, yes, indeed. And that's where the trust comes in. And lastly, Pluto which is the last one out that we know of so far, I have no doubt that we're going to discover more beyond that as our consciousness, as our collective consciousness evolves, is that went retrograde on the 27th of April this year, and it goes direct on October 6th, and the intergruesome period is two. I don't want to confuse people. Just to say, at least until January 2022, when it goes, there's going to be a partial. The last half of January is when it goes direct. Right integration i'm sorry that's not right october 6 it goes direct but the integration period this too january to last half of january next year and between august and december inclusive 2022 so it's not till the end of next year that mm-hmm. the pluto energy and this has much more to do with the collapse of old political economic and social systems because on the other side of the capricorn pluto is capricorn aquarius and that's truly the birth of the new age that is aquarius becomes institutionalized, it becomes 
really, you can see it all around you, new energy, new devices, new medical situation, new everything when Pluto gets into Capricorn, uh, Aquarius, but we are now in the, in the death pros and the last gasps of an old order. And that's the crumbling of anything corrupt. Capricorn deals with integrity. So anything that's not in integrity is going to be coming out from the shadows. That's good to know. And while it's been happening, it's going to be happening even more intensely. That is the collapse when people suddenly think, realize that, that what they put on a pedestal has clay feet and worse. Mm. And the other thing is that for an individual, Pluto is the energy of the deepest transformation. Where are you ready to become the butterfly that you are, that you know you are? Remember that there's a certain spirit of adventure that has and courage and faith and willingness and an ongoing quality that gives you the ability to take a new adventure and leave caterpillarness behind. Caterpillars are always afraid of being crushed underfoot, mm. no matter how many feet they have. Mm. But a butterfly at no longer, the butterfly perspective, the monarchs, you know, they, they can go 200,000 miles twice back and forward. The vista from that height, we caterpillar can't even imagine it. So somewhere in all of our lives, we are in the process of becoming butterflies. The full process will be complete probably when Pluto's fully in Aquarius in 2024, right? November 2024, it's finally fully in Aquarius. It's going to a few times between them going back and forth to the last degrees of Capricorn. So what that means is we're at the cusp again. Interesting that Capricorn is Saturn ruled. Aquarius is Uranus world. There's that hint of the Saturn Uranus square again. And the question we all have right now is what still, what can we keep? What do we want to keep of the past? This is not about overthrowing everything and raising everything to ground and building completely fresh. This is about recycling, what can be transformed, reversing the aging process. People are going to start looking 10, 20 years younger than they were. That was crazy what was going on. We were all disconnected from our own power. So yes, more and more power within and being honest, really ruthlessly honest about what doesn't, doesn't work for us anymore. Mm. Wonderful. That Beautiful. means telling the truth, some really kind of maybe uncomfortable confrontations with things or people or events from our past that we realize it's time to discard that. Yeah, well, I think, what I see in my own work is people empowering themselves. The more they deal with their trauma, the more they sort out their sovereignty, their power, connect to their personal power, the more they open their hearts, the more they speak their truth, life reflects that back to them. Yes, and that's an ongoing accumulative process. It's not a decision we make once and that's it. I should probably mention in a cursory way, Chiron has been in the, in the sign of Aries for a few years now, and it's a few years more. This is the ferry between the inner and outer planets. It is a, a catalytic bridge between the personal planets and the transpersonal outer planets. In Aries, it means we all have to be pioneers in our own life and willing to chart some new maps for ourselves, to take a chance, okay. to investigate things we never would have imagined investigating. So be willing to create ourselves in real time as we go forward. Mm. Wow. Well, we'll get you back to talk about the next period. Well, I hope this has been <laughs> somehow coherent. I hope this is. Uh, oh, I would say incredibly useful because I think, like you said, there is this 
immense metro retrograde period that's happening but when you have the bigger picture and when you understand how you can utilize it you know this is a real period for people to go inward and take their power back internally and even that alone is just very powerful because we can we all get too distracted about what is happening out there and this journey is in here it's well, not that is big and doesn't it make sense that we would undergo that collectively and individually in order to become sovereign mm. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And, we have all to. right, and how could we become sovereign if our prior state hadn't been challenged? Yeah, well, all right. When you squeeze somebody or something, it has. Well, to I have to tell you, this is preparation for the rest of our lives. This is not a transition, and then we're going to go back to the old, same old, same old. This is the birth canal, the preamble, the prelude to a whole new story mm. for ourselves, for our planet, for our species. Yes. Fighting times. It's not even a new chapter. It's an entire new volume. Really? So the question would be, how can we use this quieter inward period? Many people are not able to go on holiday right now, or they choose not to. And they're doing barbecues in their backyard. There's this feeling of taking the energy back in. Mm. Those planets are not outside of us. They're inside of us. Mm. And when we become self-referencing, and I don't mean self-centered, narcissistic, arrogant, not. I'm saying in humility, stand in our power and in our true identity and be willing to be different, be willing to become who we could be now. If we have dreams we put on the back burner and we think we're too old or there were too many things in the way, there's literally nothing but our old beliefs and our old patterns that are Absolutely. keeping us from Absolutely. a completely different life. Yeah. And so and we it's need- exciting because like you yes. said, it's a rebirth. And we need courage. And this issue that you mentioned, it's more important than ever to look for our strength, our identity, our joy, our power, our security inside. Mm, beautiful. And that is the prerequisite for sovereignty. It's not conferred from outside, from a government, from an institution, from a family, from a relationship. It's claimed inside. Yeah. And if one could really, if people can really understand that's an, we have, have a greater opportunity right now during what looks like to be a terrible situation and an undetermined, turn off the news, turn off that which is fear mongering, stop looking outside because the narrative is going to disempower you. Mm. So when people are really, really busy, they don't have time to go inward. So there's a precedent. There's a whole new normal being established during this retrograde period mm. where people can more than ever before deeply connect with their true selves. And anything that's acquired or an affectation or an adaptation that really didn't fit well, but they've been putting up with it 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. You let it strip it away. Yeah, and I have to say that that's where I really I value your work for so many reasons. It's just so wonderful for people listening. If you really want some more insight into your own life and how you can really utilize this information to really capitalize on your own creation, then Rania is your woman. She is this gifted cosmic midwife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, that's probably true. Well, Thank it's you. just... No, my pleasure. And I think it's really the insights today were really, really helpful. But for people looking to go deeper and really understand how they can maximize and really create, because we can create anything we. I really love to. that you use that word create, Eloise, because this is about self creation, recreation. In fact, 
take a look at the businesses that have closed in relation. We are being forced, we're being compelled. I don't like the word force. We're being compelled and impelled to recreate ourselves. Mm, we have to, yeah. In that regard, this is a very big topic and I hope I haven't gone too broad today. No, I think it's perfect because everybody listening has got a real insight into how to, they can utilize these energies. So please, you know, the real key thing I want you to take away is this about an internal process of taking your power back. And then for those of you that want to go deeper, I really thoroughly recommend Rania's work because she will be able to tell you which planet is where, in which house. What exactly. is affecting, which, which issues are up. But I think it's important to also remember that power is already there in you. It's not something you have, you just have to reconnect and reclaim it yeah. and don't ever give it away again. Yeah, fantastic. Rania, thank you so much. Really a pleasure to talk to you. I think we should get you uh, to come on as a regular, you know, every, every, maybe after Christmas, we'll get you back. I would be honored, truly. And I wish everybody support and uh, joy. You know, when you really connect to yourself, miracles start happening. And, miracles. Th- and I think that's what I want really people to understand. You have the power and you can create anything each, you each want. of us actually have that and the more we move claim into and move into stand in our sovereignty mm. it's not about falling in love it's standing in love don't but fall a, there's stand. a huge opportunity available <laughs> yes. a huge for those of people who are spiritually think, awake spiritually aware on the journey there is a massive opportunity about and it. there's a this retrograde energy enables you to deepen your process and your connection like nothing else. It's that type of territory that's so valuable and precious and you'll never lose it. There's no time, nothing is going to be wasted in that time spent with yourself. And you are so valuable and you are so precious. Bless you, I love you you too, my darling. I hope this is helpful to somebody out there and take care everybody. It's gonna be good. You're gonna start seeing such an incredible turning from mid-October onward, even from mid-August things starting to show up. But really the new systems and the new things putting in place and the last crossing of Saturn and Uranus, which is mid-December through January, that's really when the fruits of all of our, this lockdown and everything, so many things are going to, yes. And we will come out of this better than ever. And your website for people listening who want to check out your work, who maybe want to book a session. It's a, do you list it on your, in the yeah, podcast? I'll put it right? in the show notes, yeah, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. Rania it, James. No, it's Stellar Guidance. Sorry, Stellar Guidance. Stellarguidance.wordpress.com. Stellarguidance.wordpress.com. Yeah, and S-T- I will put that S- in the show yeah. notes. <laughs> S-T-E-L-L-A-R, Guidance. Stellar. And, and it'd be in my honor, really my honor and my joy and my privilege to work with, with any of you, truly. Because I really believe we have the power, each of us, Mm -hmm. an empowered individual living their dharma, living their truest self, living their dream, (laughs) and and living in joy and empowerment and in integrity. Boy. Amazing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a society? It's coming. and, And a planet constructed like that where everybody respects themselves and each other. Absolutely. And it's, it's totally coming and we're building it. We are absolutely building it. So guys, I would love to know what you have taken away from this incredible conversation with this wonderful woman. Please let us know in the comments, please show us some love. Please show us, (laughs) let us know that you enjoyed this and yeah, Rania, thank you so much. I'm honored. I'm so grateful to you, Eloise, for your incredible work in on the planet for all of us, the way you bring things together, the way you, bring people out the way you 
hold the space for the best possible interchange with everyone who comes on your show. It blows me away you're, how uh, you're able to do that. Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> thank you again. And all my best wishes to everyone. Take care. This is going to be great. We're much bigger than all this stuff going on. This is just the birth pangs. This is what's necessary to bring us to a whole new level of understanding and empowerment. Fantastic. Guys, we'll see you next week with another amazing guest on the Dharma Life Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life Podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Thank you.